It's safe to say that the buyer's journey has changed a lot in recent years, and most channel partners simply are not ready or have not adapted to accommodate the change. The average B2B buyer is 67% of the way through their buying process before they even engage with a salesperson. Now, you couldn't have said the same 20 years ago, and it means buyers are entering the pipeline with a totally different set of expectations than they had in the past. Welcome, esteemed listeners, to another installment of Burning Questions in the Channel. I'm your host, Christopher Spann, and every week, with the help of some of the best brains in the channel sphere, we'll sit down to answer real questions facing channel professionals and dive into the strategy of best-in-class programs. For the purposes of this podcast, we are defining digital transformation as the displacement of traditional methods by digital technology processes. And it's this transformation that is affecting every sector across every industry on a global scale. It's apparent that enterprise organizations have never experienced this level of upheaval before. Even established brands are scrambling to either update or replace IT systems before they are overtaken by disruptive brands that are leveraging those strategies. It's this change that has had a significant effect on the channel ecosystem. For the most part, Partner companies just are not keeping pace with the new digital transformation. More importantly, their sales processes are not aligned with the digitally connected buyer's journey. Now, accelerating the digital transformation of partner businesses requires new skill sets in partner companies. Cultivating partner loyalty during this time warrants new vision and definitely new approaches to partner engagement and incentives. To dive deeper, we're going to listen to an excerpt from a webinar moderated by Deb Broderson and hosted by Claudio Ayub and Angela Leach, where Claudio and Angela answer some listener questions about how to best adapt to your program and points-based rewards. Without further ado, here's Deb. What was asked was, how do you correlate points for activities to actually actual results in sales? Okay, so I'm going to make a few assumptions and I'm going to try to answer that one, given that I'm the practitioner. Um, and, and so what happens is typically, you know, you start at that transaction level, even though you want to split, um, you know, and you want to incent behaviors, right? You need to look at the end in mind, right? So if that transaction is going to, let's say, um, generate a revenue level of $500,000, okay, or $50,000, Typically on a rewards program, you're going to incent it at the 2% rate. So 2% of that transaction value is what you would typically pay off as a spiff, right? Okay, so that's where you start. Now, then you go back and you identify all the activities and behaviors that lead to that sale. Okay, so for argument's sake, let's say that, you know, that lead came from the vendor to the partner, right? Um, and so that's an incentive point. You can actually incent that sales rep for taking your MQL and SALing it or not. And then you can incent that sales rep for taking that SAL and converting it to a uh, SQL, to converting it to an opportunity. That's another incentive uh, point. And then you can incent um, activities such as a 
appointment setting, that is to say, hey, this is a real good opportunity, invite the vendor sales rep to it. It's important because we need to close it. And then closing that sale. So if you had 2% of the transaction value, you can split that 2% among those sales processes, right? And actually pay incentives for SALing and MQL, pay an incentive for then taking um, and opening up that you know opportunity or, or converting it to an SQL. Um, then you know you can also pay an incentive as part of that two percent uh, for inviting your camps, your PAMPs to that meeting with that you know prospect, and then obviously pay another incentive for closing it. And what happens there is that sales reps very quickly understand that hey, if I just close the deal, I'm going to make 25% of what I could if I SAL and MQL, and if I take that SAL and SQL it, and if I take the SQL and you know bring in the CAM or PAM onto the deal or do a proof of concept. And so that's where you start at the end. Um, take that you know 2% and spread it along those sales activities and behaviors that actually lead to that transaction. Hopefully I answered your question. If I'm, I didn't, I'll definitely, um, I'm open to following up on that. Right, thanks Claudio. And, and the other piece that I would add um, as, you're, as you're driving behaviors that lead up to a successful sale, I think the case study that Claudio just showed really, really outlined exactly how you're able to then track the actual results in sales. Right, you're seeing the benefit of, of changing behaviors. That's it for this week's episode of Burning Questions in the Channel. I hope you learned something about digital transformation and how your organization can prepare for success. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell your colleagues, friends, and bosses about it and share it on social media. If you'd like to learn more, check out the full webinar, How Points-Based Rewards Accelerate Digital Transformation. This can be found online at resources.perksww.com slash webinars. I'd like to thank everyone who has already subscribed and encourage those who haven't to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. Until next time, stay motivated.